during that period of time, she's flightless and entirely dependent on the male to bring her food. It's a very dangerous time, though, because hornbill hunting, the great hornbill hunting, is so rich in their culture. It's been going on for hundreds of years, and it's so much a part of the culture there. So if something happens to that male hornbill during breeding season while the female is walled in that tree and molting her feathers, she will die too. She's got nothing left to feed her after something happens to him. So it's really important to protect both the male and the female species because both of them are so intricately involved in that nesting. Incubating those eggs and raising those chicks, sometimes that time period can go on for up to four months. Right before she goes in the tree, she kind of gives the male a little hint that she's ready to do it. And that hint is she'll start passing food to him, a lot of food to him. So she'll collect food, she'll store it in a little guller pouch and bring it to him and cough up individual food items and pass it to him. And that kind of gives him a cue that, okay, I need to get ready to be the provider here. Then she goes in a tree, and then it's all his responsibility to collect that food, store it in his guller pouch, bring it to her, and cough up the individual items and feed the babies. In captivity, getting them to breed is really difficult because they have such a intricate breeding strategy that we have to get all the pieces of that puzzle right, all the foods right, um, the kinds of nesting structures have to be right, and they have to feel comfortable in their environment. So it's really difficult to breed these guys when I was working at Audubon Zoo in New Orleans, we had a pair of rhino hornbills, which are roughly this size. They get very aggressive during the breeding season, and you don't want to be in there checking the nest all the time to see if the chicks hatch. So they realized that a way they could tell if they had chicks that have hatched is right around the time period they think they're about to hatch, they start putting bugs on the diet. And these arboreal species of hornbills are mostly forgivorous. They eat lots of fruits and vegetables. But when the chicks hatch, the chicks are almost exclusively carnivorous and eat mostly bugs and small rodents and whatnot. So what we would do at, Aud at the Audubon Zoo is you start putting bugs on the diet, and all of a sudden one day the male, instead of coming down and eating all the grapes, he comes down and eats all the bugs. And you know that that's the day those chicks have come out. How many wow. eggs does the female lay? It varies from hornbill to hornbill, but we would expect probably only two eggs from the larger species. Do they mate for life? They do. The hornbills do. In the event that one of them dies, they will repair. But as long as both of them are healthy and alive, those two will be together. And do I see their nest here? Yeah, we have a shed that we've built onto the back of their enclosure, and that's a winter housing. They're not real cold hardy, and they nest during the winter season. Instead of providing them with a big hollow tree, we improvise in captivity and we give them a wine barrel or a whiskey barrel, I guess it is. We air it out very well and cut a hole in the front of it. Across from the hornbills, a very large birdhouse sits on the ground, surrounded by a chain-link fence enclosure. There are several dead mice on the ground. Our birds of prey all require meat for food, and the condor is no exception. In fact, the condor, it's a big vulture, essentially, and vultures survive on carrion or dead meat. All of our birds of prey here receive dead meat instead of live. So, And we feed them a great variety of meats, too. We don't want to give them the same thing every day. That's um, 
partially for reasons of boredom. You don't want them getting bored with the same food every day. And it's also just good for them to have different types of meats available. They get different things from different food items, different vitamins and minerals. So you can see right now there's some rats sitting there waiting for the condor to come out and eat. And it's, uh, they're not sitting. They're dead. Well, yeah, they're laying there. <laughs> um, but there's other foods that we offer. We offer a couple times a week. Maybe we may offer um, beef heart or cow heart We get them from a local butcher. We also offer something called bird of prey diet, which is a processed meat. It looks a lot like hamburger, but it's got ground up bones and fur and all kinds of stuff in it. I haven't seen the condors yet, but I see their feathers, and they are two feet long, a couple of feathers laying on the ground. The Andean condor that we have has a wingspan of up to 10 feet across when his wings are fully extended. It's got an incredible...